Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. You're listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod with Kyle Rush and Ben Taylor. What's up, everybody? We're back again. It's episode 294 of the Dad Bod Golf Pod. It's Kyle and Ben, and we are ready to rock and roll. Uh, tonight's episode is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country. Tonight, today, tomorrow, morning, lunch, whatever, I did it again. But uh, <laughs> it's still, regardless, it's still brought to you by Bet Online, the number one sports betting website in the country, in the world. Uh, use coupon code Believe B L E A V. Get a fifty percent welcome bonus. Give them fifty, a uh, hundred bucks. They're going to give you fifty back on top, free to play with. Uh, and then go nuts. Um, load up that account for college football, NFL. Uh, it's all about to hit. It's all about to hit hard and fast, and, and you got to be ready for it. So uh, get on, get on there. Uh, start playing, playing around. Check out the casino. Just have some fun. Uh, it's 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 the like I said, the number one sport, sports betting website in the country. So sign up today. Use that coupon code, and then go nuts. Uh, Bet online is where the game starts all right ben the last tournament of the year before that counts this is the last tournament of the year uh this week that counts uh for Ryder cup uh consideration uh mm-hmm. the bmw uh points go all the way through through this week and i figured what let's just go ahead i mean just go ahead and start talking Ryder cup i mean it's this is nut cutting time you know what i mean like this is time oh, yeah. where dudes that are on the fence and there's some high level guys on the fence right now, like that are that are borderline. Um, and let's just go ahead and talk through uh, through some of it and uh, see what we think about uh, what Zach Johnson should do. Uh, you know, moving forward. Um, first of all, the point system is. I don't know if you don't if you don't know the point system, it's all based off of money and when you win that money. So like. Mm-hmm. If you, the money in majors there it's like x amount of points per thousand dollars earned so you can win an event and jump way up so like lucas glover has jumped so far up that he's all, he's in like six, the 16 spot mm-hmm. and he, he was all all the way down in the 30s so you know a win from any of these dudes on the borderline that are playing this weekend could catapult them way up uh, to where they could get close to, you know, maybe not an auto qualify spot, but in, if, I feel like if you're, if you, you, if you can be in the inside 12 because you only get 12 picks, if you can get yourself inside that number, you got a pretty good shot of getting picked. You know what I yeah. mean? So, uh, but let's have some fun and just kind of go through, um, what we think, uh, what should happen and then, uh, just see where it takes us. So we got a list of six guys. All pretty big name guys um, that uh, are borderline, and typically mm-hmm. these guys aren't necessarily borderline. So, um, first name on the list, um, Tony Finau. So Tony Finau right now is at twenty one. Okay, he's played in a couple of Ryder Cups. I don't. I think he's got sort of a iffy. Um, iffy type record uh, in in the in in the Ryder Cup. Is Tony Finau a guy that you think stands a, you stands a chance? Should he even be considered as a as a wild card captain's pick? I mean, yes. Uh, okay, and the reason being is because Tony Finau is one of those guys that's a great team room guy. 
And I mean, with this being a team event, like everybody loves him. I mean, I said the same thing because they were talking about, there were people even saying, what if Max Homa, you know, doesn't do well these last couple of weeks and he drops a little bit or people do better than him and jump above him. And I was like, I don't know, you know, Max could be a guy that could play his way out of it because if he moved down to eight or nine, they may not get picked. Uh, And I said, the reason being is because the females of the world that are good locker room guys and are huge on playing team events like they love. And you got to kind of have that that atmosphere. I think they learned their lesson back with Tiger and Phil, like having the best players from the tour on your team are not necessarily always the best way to do things because – the two of them didn't do crap earlier in their career when they got paired together and when they were on the same team because it was a bunch of individuals. These guys, I think they're they're doing they're taking the European way of doing things and looking at like team guys. And I think Finau is one of those team guys. Now, he's way down there. That would be a way out of the box pick if he went with Finau. Yeah, he's 13th in the FedEx Cup, so he is playing this weekend. Um, if he were to win, it'll catapult him up you know, fairly high, especially depending on, you know, especially since some of the dudes that are, that I have on this list are not playing this weekend. Mm-hmm. So um, he's had a fairly good year, two wins. I mean, I say fairly good, two wins um, is, a, is a good year, uh, any year, uh, five top fives. Um, I just, he's, he's missed two of his last four cuts, three of his last six. Um I love Tony. I love Tony. He's got a three and three record uh, in the in the in the Ryder Cup. It would probably take a win. He, he if he won or had like a maybe a top. I don't know. I don't know if a top three finish. How many points that shoots him shoots him up? If he has a win, you know, and you add another three point five million or whatever it is, mm-hmm. the first place gets um, that will shoot you way up. But. Um, I don't know. I I I'm, I'm not. I don't buy into as much team chemistry uh, as, as most. And I think you just look at Europe this past year. Um, and I know there. I know that's not always a great. I I, I know that the chemistry's done well for them over the pat like over the years. Mm-hmm. And maybe those guys are just getting older. But like I think it's some. I just think I don't know. I just think. You got to take hot dudes that are playing hot right now. Um, at, I, I, I think I would lean that way. I would want guys playing hot golf, like playing good golf. Tony's been playing decent golf, but uh, you know, three of the last six cuts he's missed. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'd be tough for me. It'd be tough for me. I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's this. I think he's a non-factor right now anyway, because like you said, I think he's going to have to finish top three in order to move up to be in consideration. He's at 21 right now. Yeah. So, I mean. It's hard to imagine. When you get, when you got to pick six captain's picks from spot seven through 21, Tony Finau is not going to probably be a name that jumps up there. Yep. Yep. I just, I, I wanted to have him on the list because he's been in the, played in the Ryder Cup the last two times. No, and he's explained he's been one that's been vocal, said I'd love him to have a captain's pick, but I think he also is a realist and understands he's number 21 right now. So unless he wins this weekend, you know, he wins this weekend. And even does he is he gonna pick the week of the FedEx Cup or is he gonna pick that Tuesday after the FedEx Cup championship? It's hard to say. I I, I don't I, I don't, think I, he's I, I think he said he was picking the Tuesday after the FedEx Cup championship. So Tony 
if Tony were to win this week and finish top five in the FedEx Cup championship, uh, he may, even though that win in the FedEx Cup championship in Atlanta wouldn't count towards the Ryder Cup points, I think it's definitely going to count towards captain's pick points and sure. what uh, what Zach Johnson – I mean, he's going to be watching that weekend. It's not uh-huh. like he's going to be like, you know, I know the points are in, but so I'm just going to quit. You know, I'm not going to pay attention this weekend in case some guy yeah, if you has run a- off to If you run off two big weekends uh, in a row, yeah. I mean, that that could get you where, like I said, like playing, playing hot golf. Um, well, I say that to say this, and I'm jumping ahead of you here. I think Lucas Glover has to do that. I don't know that he's done enough to be a pick right now, even though he's been a hot golfer. Lucas I, I, is on my Lucas is on my list, so let's go ahead and have that. Let's go ahead and have that discussion. I um, think that he has got to play well this weekend and in the FedEx Cup Championship in Atlanta in order to get a pick. Even though the FedEx Cup Championship in Atlanta doesn't give him any points, I think that I think that yes, he's had a great couple of weeks. However, that's not been consistent all year. And he, I mean, he jumped up 16 spots. And that's based on the money. He's played in an elevated event, so the money's bigger than what it is in other tournaments. So he has, he's had a few top fives. He's had a, uh, he's had a few top fives out of the out of the last few tournaments. Ever since he made that putter switch uh, in Ohio at, at Jack's tournament. And yeah, he did miss that qualifier. You and I talked about that in the last pod. But he has had some top five finishes and he's won two tournaments. Um, but I still think, as bad as it sounds, the pressure is still on, and I think he's still got to play better to jump up there because he doesn't have the Ryder Cup experience. He doesn't mm-hmm. have – you, know, you don't want that newbie in the room that doesn't know what to expect because they're playing – I think this would be a whole different discussion if they were playing at home. Playing on European soil where those people are a little bit rowdier than what we have as far as the Americans are concerned whenever they have a tournament here – I don't think that Zach Johnson wants a newbie out there teeing off on number one that hasn't experienced that before through Ryder Cup competition. Yeah, here's another thing to think about: like, what's the weather like right now in Italy? Like in Rome? Like, what what is the, is it their wet season? Is it the is it cold? Is it like what what is the temperature right now? Because I'm just thinking if if Lucas has got to put a glove on, we're in trouble. You know what I mean? He's a no <laughs> glove. He's a no glove guy. Uh, <laughs> Um, no, no, you're, you're really stuck on the no gloves thing, man. Yeah. Here's <laughs> like, my you thing. know what? If Lucas has got to play in Sweden, he just ain't gonna make it because his hands are gonna get cold and he doesn't wear gloves, so it's, it's an issue. So, L- Lucas is 16th, which is really in that wheelhouse of dudes that can mm-hmm. be. I mean, you're talking, you're talking 12 to 16, really 11 to 16, anybody. Uh, could be picked, uh, except for Denny McCarthy. I'm sorry, Denny, you're not being picked, even though you're 15th. You're just don't even don't don't be sitting by your phone. It's not <laughs> going to happen. Um, yeah, there are dudes that could be picked. Um, like all those damn European names that you and I don't know who they yeah. are. It's like, bro, just you guys go ahead and go on vacation. You're not getting picked. Nobody knows your name. To, for Lucas, this is what makes me think. This is what makes me sway towards him. Okay. You know, we've all said it. You know, we've all said this at some point in time. I've even said it the last couple of weeks. I think I'm back. You know, I figured it out kind of thing. To see the 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 incredible switch of the way Lucas was playing at the beginning of the year to the how he's playing now and, like, the ball striking mm-hmm. and 
Now you add the putting, which is huge for the Ryder Cup. Like it could be just debilitating when you can just drain putts on people. Um, if if he if he has like another, uh, you know, uh, another good showing, and you can put five, you can put six out of your last seven tournaments, really good showings. Maybe another top ten, even though it's a, a limited field. I mean. Holy cow, man. I mean, you're right now in his last six tournaments, uh, he's had five top fives and two wins. I mean, if mm-hmm. you throw the, another one in there, I mean, it's hard to say, it's hard not to say, hey, this guy's got, and then you, again, you still got the players' championship. Hell, he might win the players' championship. He like, could. He, it's, a, it's kind of this, a similar thing to Tony Finau, even though I think Tony Finau may have to win, like, have to win both. I think, yeah, uh, for me I to want to pick him. If Lucas is just in the hunt for two more two more times, like I, it'd you be hard for me not to pick him. It'd be hard for me not to pick him. No, I said that. I said if he continued, I even said, um, you know, I talked to our friend Doug with the Max Roundtable in Montgomery. He has me on to promote the podcast, and so I'll promote him uh, with the Max Roundtable that, that he has on. And and uh, he asked me, you know, what does he have to finish? I said, I think if he finishes top 20 this week and top 20 next week, I mean, that that proves that – I mean, you're playing against the best right now. I know the field's limited, but you're playing against the best golfers that are on tour right now. So uh, that is – and tough golf courses. One thing I looked it up while you were um, – while you are talking about Lucas, he's got one thing going for him. Looking at the average temperature in Rome, uh, by the time September rolls around, daytime highs usually around 82, nighttime lows around 58. So at least we won't have to worry about him showing all his twig and berries on national television during the uh... – No, five guys, fries bags. Let's <laughs> That's go. Right. He's got that going for him. At least it'll cool down for him a little bit. So and, just... and it's at the end of September, so the highs in October are like 72. So he may get some 75-degree weather and perfect over in Italy. So just so just so we're clear, mm-hmm. we still feel like Finau's got a lot of playing to do. He'd have, yes. He's got a lot of things that have to go his way over the next two weeks. Lucas is probably a little bit closer, but you still want to see a little bit more out of Lucas too. Like it's mm-hmm. not auto, it's not auto. You still want to see a little bit more out of him. And see, does the pressure? Yeah, I think I want to see more out of him. Does the pressure hit him this this next week? I mean, does he go out and? Man, it's already hard to win back to back weeks, as we well know. Whenever we start talking about winners, whenever we do this pod, yeah. To do it now in playoff time is it even tougher. Is he mentally drained? Will he just absolutely lay an egg the next two weeks? That's a good point. And if he does, is it possible he, to keep this this wave going? Like, is it possible? And yes, he's hot now, Kyle. They don't play till the twenty fifth of September. Yeah, I mean, is he, is he now? Is he hot a month from now? Yeah, or is he just hot now? Yeah, I know, I know. I, I it's. Uh, he'll probably pick right back up, and I mean, well, I mean, is are there what what are there any events between now and the in the in the Ryder Cup? Even when there are, a lot of them don't play in them uh, because yeah. they they start Ryder Cup practice two weeks out, so they've got maybe two weeks to play. And you got to think all these guys that are playing right now back to back to back to back weeks, they're not going to play in any events if they are. Bro, you got um, the Fortnite Championship coming up right after. Um... <laughs> It's it's a couple of weeks though after um it's a couple yeah. of weeks after the tour championship it's not directly after it no uh, but see that's the thing is if the Ryder Cup's on the twenty fifth they usually go over two weeks early yeah so I mean are they even going to be around because it's with it being in Europe they're going to leave earlier than what they would if it were still played in America so sure. got to um 
I mean, they even do that when they did the President's Cup. Remember, that's why Tiger has – he hosts all of them in his tournament in, you know, in the Bahamas, and then they, like, play there, and they all get on a plane and leave for the President's Cup. Yeah. And so uh, same thing with Ryder Cup. They'll be over there. I mean, if it's on 20th, they'll be over there by September 15th. So if if they don't – I mean, if they if there's not a tournament directly afterwards, like one of those first weekends in September, I doubt he gets any more golf in. So, I, again – Yes, he's hot now. Does he stay hot these last two tournaments? And does he stay hot the month off he's going to have before he tees it up on the 25th as a team member of Team USA? Sure. All right. Um, let's hit – Let's hit. Um, I, I want to save some for the end. So let's go ahead and hit uh, – let's go Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Is Ricky Fowler in? Is there anything else you need to see from him? Uh what would that be? Um, is there anything you need to else you need to see from Ricky Fowler to to be in? Uh, he's thirteenth, uh, so he's like right there uh, on the mm-hmm. line uh, of, of the points. Personally, there's nothing I need to see. I think Zach Johnson because he is in the field this week. He did qualify. He's made it. He's he made. Uh, he's he's made enough points he's to get him twelfth. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of crazy that we're talking about a guy that. Didn't qualify for majors this year, but he's qualifying to play in FedEx Cup because he he got hot at the right time. Um, yep. So personally, I think he has. I kind of wonder if Zach Johnson's kind of taking the same look at him that he is with Glover, where he's like, okay, let's see how he ends the season before I start chirping on whether or not I'm going to pick him. Again, if it's a tiebreaker between he and Glover, Ricky's experience probably gives him the tiebreaker of getting picked over a Glover because – of all the Ryder Cups he's played in, all the President's Cups he's played in, you know, not to mention he's got a great relationship with, like, Jordan Spieths. I mean, you, you start looking at pairings, like, who he's – everybody loves Ricky, so they don't mind being paired with him. So he's another guy you kind of like in the room because you don't – even though he may not be playing great golf, you don't have to coach him up as a Ryder Cup team member because he's got the experience and people love playing with him. So I know you're not a big team person, but I think in those team events – I mean, you always see how the captain will go, well, I picked a veteran to play with the new guy because we wanted to make sure he didn't freak out. And Ricky's not a guy you throw on the team and you worry about him freaking out. He's going to be fine. I don't pick Ricky uh, as a sentimental team teammate pick this year. Ricky's in to me because Ricky has played good golf from the f- beginning of the year to mm-hmm. the end of the year. He's played really really good golf he's 12th in the fedex cup this isn't hey i got a hot streak going on got hot at the last moment and ran off a couple of wins this is a dude who's had uh top 15s top 25s yep just about every daggum tournament he plays in uh and he's only missed a few cuts this year played good in majors like we pulled for him in the uh thought he might have a shot at the u.s open uh dude i, I just I, I don't take ricky um, I don't take Ricky because I think he's just going to be a good teammate. I take Ricky because I think he's played great golf all year round. And I, I don't need to see anything else from him. He doesn't have the greatest uh, Ryder Cup record, but still, I, the the swing change he's gone through, uh, the the golf he's playing, um, ex- then then you got then you got the ex- added experience. Um, I tell I I think Ricky's in. Um, he he'd be in for me. Like no right. no questions asked. Ricky Ricky would be in. 
I, I, I feel the same way. I mean, I only threw that part in there about um, him being a team guy just because of his experience. I mean, he's sure. Lucas Glover has not been on a Ryder Cup team. Ricky has. So if I if it's coming down and you, you know, let's say Lucas moves up and he's he's you know Ricky's thirteen right now. He moves into that top twelve after this weekend, and Lucas is at thirteen, or Lucas is at eleven, and Ricky's at twelve. You know, and you got to make some decisions. I go with Ricky over Lucas just because of experience, not necessarily. I, not for the feel good thing. I kind of throw that stuff out, the feel good stuff. I mean, if I were doing a feel good thing, I'd have DJ in there and he's played horrible all year, even on the live tour. Well, he's on my list, so don't spoil it. <laughs> all right. Uh, before we hit the the next three, uh, we would uh, take a quick break and uh, give a shout out to Liquid IV. We haven't talked about Liquid IV a lot and we're dumb for not talking about them because what. I, you you need to be ha- you need to have some of this right, especially right now in the South on the golf course. A couple of weeks ago, I played the hottest round of golf I've ever played in my life, and I did not have my liquid IV with me, and it it punished me. It punished me for that because I was that's the first time I think I've I've gotten to the end of a round and mm-hmm. I was physically fatigued. Like I was I was de- dehydrated. I didn't think I was going to make it through the round. And then you get home and you have a terrible headache because you're just getting pounded and it had nothing to do with pounding beers it was pounded by the sun uh get home you have to lay down go get in the cold shower liquid iv is is it's it's like it's uh hydration on steroids like one glass of uh, uh the liquid iv packet with of water with the liquid iv packet in it's mm-hmm. like drinking three or four glasses uh of water um the it's got a breakthrough science of cellular transport technology Utilizing all of their products is based on an optimal ratio of ingredients designed to enhance rapid absorption of water and other nutrients into your bloodstream. That dadgum cellular transport technology is what gets you <laughs> where you need to be. Really thought that'd trip you up on that. Yeah. So I, I typically, I'll, I, when I'm, when I'm on my, when I'm prepared and I'm on my game, I'll have one before I get started. I'll have one at the turn and I, you, you feel you feel golden. You're you're ready to go. So um, check them out. Use coupon code mm-hmm. Dadbod Golf Pod, all caps. Dadbod Golf Pod. Take fifteen percent off your order. You can do it recurring, where it just you know if if you play multiple rounds in a month, figure out how many uh, packets you're going to need. Boom, hit that thing recurring for that amount of time, and uh, they'll just show up at your house. So, And look, I will tell you the best deal that's out there because I've had friends that have bought it. They got this big mega pack you can buy, and if you throw that code on there, they, all, they already give you a discount for buying the mega pack because it's like <laughs> the biggest thing that they have. And then if you throw our discount code on top of that, they accept that as well. So you literally can get that mega pack for almost like 45%. I think that's what uh, my buddy told me that 45% less than what you would pay for it originally. So get them. That's, that's your, that's your money saving tip of the day. Sure. Absolutely. So check them out. All right. Let's hit uh, one that I think could possibly uh, there could be some division here maybe not I don't know um still at 14th hit dudes won a major in the last 18 months Justin Thomas he's he's sitting at 14 the you can't see anything else out of him because he's 71st on the list so he's done with PGA Tour golf for the rest of the year he's not playing this weekend he's not playing uh, in the uh, tour championship, there's nothing else he can do playing wise. 
Can you put him on the team? Can you put him on the team? Yes, you can. Um, and I knew you were going to disagree with me on this. Okay. And the reason being is for the exact reason that we don't like Rory. He is a he's a bulldog. He is somebody that thrives off of that kind of stuff, especially playing on the road, playing right outside of Rome, Italy, with all those crazy Italians are going to be yelling obscenities at him, whatever he's trying to play golf. And he will thrive off of that. He loves living in that type of atmosphere and will not cower like a Rory McIlroy would. So why Rory's played plays good in the Ryder Cup? What are we talking about? So why why can't he bulldog himself into playing better golf this year? Like dude shot eighty twice <laughs> in the last two months. Like I mean, we're talking like not even remotely close. Listen to this, Ben. This is what this is what you want to take to Rome to try to break a streak of not being able to win over there. In the last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight tournaments, you've missed five cuts. That's what you want to take. That's what you want to with an 82 and an 81 in there. That's what we oh, want to take over there. I love it. Give me a break. Look, <laughs> team, I, I got in this argument. I got in this argument with a buddy of mine. Talking about, oh, he's the heart of the team. He's this, he's that. You got Ricky, like you got Ricky Fowler that's got just enough, just the, the same amount of chemistry with a jo- Jordan Spieth or those guys, like that can, that can play and he's playing good golf. Like Justin Thomas, if you can just turn it on, why aren't you turning it on? Like if you can just flip a switch, if you can just go over to Rome and you can flip a switch because somebody calls you a douchebag or a uh, Yankee dog or whatever the heck they call us. I don't know. What do they call us? over there uh i mean if if it's that easy why can't he why hasn't he been able to do it over the past three months or or heck the past year uh why why hasn't he been able to flip the switch there's just something off he is in a funk i don't know that i want i don't i just don't know that i want to see him over there I, i know tiger's gonna have probably have a lot of influence on this and they're buddies so and technically, the points-wise, he's right there borderline. Mm-hmm. You can't look past – I cannot look past this last two and a half months and be like, just be okay that that just the Bulldogs are going to come out. At some- so let me ask you this. When you look at the, at the standings, you got those in front of you, right? Yeah. When you look at spots 7 through 12, mm-hmm. do you take Thomas over some of those guys? Because I do. I take him over Keegan Bradley. I take him over Sam Burns. I take oh. him over Cam Young. You lost your whole mind. They're <laughs> playing really good golf. I would no, I wouldn't take I don't think I'd take him over any of those guys. I mean, I really don't. I I think to me, I think seven, eight, nine are locked in. I would not take if I had to choose Kyle Morikawa, uh, Keegan, Sam. Any of those dudes over? If I had to pick those over Justin Thomas, I absolutely pick those guys. I take I take Colin a hundred times right now. I take Colin, but that's why I didn't mention him. I, I'm telling you, I take Justin over Cam, over Sam, and over Keegan. You're crazy, you're crazy. <laughs> you're, you're you're picking on fields is what you're doing. It is. That's that's, that's exactly. On I play field. on fields. I mean, why would I not pick on fields? I play fields. on fields. We're trying to win, man. We're trying to go over there and win, not go over there and have nostalgia. Okay, Listen, Kyle. All we got to do is beat two players on that European team, and we're fine. All right. <laughs> you're trying to coattail Justin Thomas in this. Thing. He's going to bring everybody down, but the Euro team's so bad. 
They, I mean, I don't know. They may be. Literally, you look at the top 20 of the Euros, you probably know five players on there. No, I, I, I'm not sure that I could. I'm not sure I know five. Like, no, I mean. I mean, Victor, I, Shane Lauer, list. Rory, and uh, who's the other guy? Terrell Hatton. I know. <laughs> yeah, Ter- Terrell Hatton, which I, I don't think he's a he's a thing. But, yeah, yeah Rory and John Rahm are the two you got to beat. Everybody else, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I get that. Tommy Fleetwood can play. Tommy Fleetwood can play. But yeah, and then he melted down and got beat at the Canadian Open. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I get it. I'm still. I, I, I'm not taking. I'm not taking my chances with Justin playing the way he's playing. And I love Justin Thomas. He's one of my top three favorite golfers playing golf right now. When when Tiger's not in the field, he. I mean, I would. I was. He might be my favorite. He might be number one. Mm-hmm. If, if anybody can win, Justin Thomas may be my favorite guy. Though I, I get the most hype for if he's got a shot to win, he's not playing good golf. I don't want him anywhere near. I, I want him to be on this side of the sea. So let me ask you this: Are you <laughs> going to be pissed if he gets picked? I'm going to be like, yes. I'm going to. I'm not going to be pissed, but I'm going to be very like. I, I'm going to think we didn't try real hard on these. Like we didn't think real hard on these picks. It's you're going to think they, really you're going to you're going to think that they picked off buddy system instead of off yes. merit. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. It's it's buddy buddy. Uh I'm gonna lose faith in in uh what's his name? Uh Zach Johnson if that's if that's the route we Well, go. I mean, there's a good chance Freddie Couples is one of the captains and Freddie and Tiger are real good friends. So I'm sure Justin's got an end right there on on helping as far as the picks are concerned. Probably, probably. All right. You gotta talk about them because they've played in it and they've at least one of them has played good golf uh this year, but um, I'm gonna start with uh, I'm gonna start with Bryson, uh, the old live live guy. Mm-hmm. Is do you? I think he's won a few times. He shot the 58, which ended up wasn't. If if you really look at the stats, ended up not being that incredible. I know you're gonna like say what, but it was not that incredibly impressive. If you look the par at, 70. Well, no, that first of all, okay. 58 is very impressive, okay? Yes. Even if it's a par 70. We can have this whole discussion on a whole other show. I think I think a 58 on a par 70 is more impressive because there's less par fives. Right. I get so, it. Okay? So, but there was a stat that someone showed, and it was like the greatest rounds of all time, and it was strokes gained on the field, basically. And what our, our stroke, average stroke, uh, you know, margin or something like that uh in in other words how bad you beat everybody else right and you know you got jim furick who was like 11 shots ahead like 11 shots gained on the field whatever whatever bryson shot 58 but he was only six shots six and a half or seven shots gained on the field it ended up being like one of the uh one of the like 300th greatest rounds of all time based off that stat which oh there were a couple of guys that shot 61s that day yeah, like which, I mean, which they were they crazy. were, yeah, they were a stroke or two away from being right there with him. Regardless, regardless, Bryson has played really good golf this year. He's got a win uh, on the on the um, on the Live Tour. Um, I think he's played pretty good in majors. I think he had a top ten finish in the PGA, possibly or, mm-hmm. or something something like that. I take Bryson just because I think Bryson. It's really hard to tell. It's really hard to go off of 
how they how they did like how they're doing it on the on the live tour. I guess we hell we should have thrown Taylor Gooch in Taylor Gooch on this list. But yeah, but he started out hot and kind of fizzled late. So yeah, mainly Bryson just because of he's played good. He played a good in a couple of majors and he's um you know had success and kind of dominated uh last year not last year the last go around he played really good um is Ryson in in your mind or do some things have to shake out uh if if you're the captain is Bryson in if I'm the captain he's in I don't think he's in under Zach Johnson I said no I don't think he's in uh and and the reason being is the whole live thing um I think again I'll go back to those guys that I just said over Keegan over over Cam, even over Sam Burns, I think Bryson is a better golfer than those guys, especially in a match play situation with all the President's Cups. He's been in a Ryder Cup. I mean, that's he he was the US AM champion, which was match play. I mean, he's he's a match play guy. He's the type of guy you want in match play competition. So I would take Bryson. Yep. I just don't know that <clears throat> I don't know that I honestly I'm gonna be honest with you, Kyle. I know we got another one to get to. I don't think he He's got to take Kepka, and I think that's the only one that he's going to take. Well, Kepka's going to be an auto qualifier. Probably. Well, he is. We say that unless both Shoffley and uh, who else was right there below Steve, him. They, yeah. If they win, if they win or finish top five, and he does not, you know, you know, he he doesn't have an opportunity to 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 play in this. So if if those guys win or finish, both finish top five. He could see himself fall out of the top six, and then you wonder if they do pick him. Oh, Homa and Shoffley. If they do what, like Homa moved up a spot this past week. Kepka dropped a spot yeah, um, but Homa, and, and went down to five. He's still got a spot, though. It's still got to be – he's still got to get jumped by <laughs> speed. So, they still got they still got to go – they still got to go hard and, and jump him. If Shoffley jumps him, it's not that – I'm sorry. If um, Homa jumps him, it's not that big a deal. Homa probably will jump him. Uh, if, if, uh, but Shoffley would then have to jump him and then Spieth would have to jump, jump him. So you'd have to have that. Well, just one of those would get him out of the top, top Mm -hmm. six. I think you've got to pick if, if Zach Johnson does not pick Brooks Kepka, I know Brooks Kepka's not on this list. This, I I may not even watch the Ryder cup. I mean, it would be one of the dumbest decisions. Take, take away all the live stuff. That would be a stupid decision. If he does not take Brooks Kepka back to Bryson for me. Yeah. Bryson's Bryson's in Bryson's in my top twelve, uh, regardless. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd probably I'd probably cap the end of my captain's picks eleven and twelve with Bryson and Ricky and be good to go. Um, Bryson's in my top twelve. I don't need to see anything else. I saw how he played against some of the top competition. He's won on the Live Tour. He's played well. He hits the ball a absolute freaking mile. And if he's got any. He just shot a 58, like um, e- even though a lot of other people shot really low, you still got to go out there and make a ton of birdies. So, um, yeah, Bryson's in, in my, on my list. And that's the, and that's the, you just made a good point. You got to make a lot of birdies. The thing is, in match play, you got to have the putter going. You know, yeah. right now, you, you know, you look at that, you you look at that American team, and that's another reason I want Bryson in. Like, I, I get that Wyndham Clark had a, he's had a, he's had a, he's, had a, he's got two wins, one of them a major, and he's an automatic qualifier. Uh, however, Patrick Cantlay's putter has not been there. Brian Harmon's has, but that's all because he, you know, he won late. Max's putter has not been there. You know, yeah. Xander has had some putting woes this year already. Jordan has had some putting woes this year already. So you got to put some putters on the team because your number one guy, Scheffler, has he's done made two putter switches, man. I mean, you he's 
all in his feels about not knowing what to do over the ball right now. So you're going to have to put some guys on the team that can make some putts. And that's another thing that I think Zach Johnson's got to look at going down the stretch and who he picks. And I know Bryson's nowhere near anywhere being considered as far as, you know, a live guy, but I'm based on what he's done, especially that putting performance he had this past weekend, he's rolling it really well right now. And that's the type of guy that you want on your team. All right. Last one. DJ. Nope. DJ, you got one of the most uh, dominant Ryder Cup players in on the American side maybe ever. Uh, you don't think – you don't – nothing goes through your mind, even if Brooks is an auto qualifier, and you can put that Ryder Cup team back together. I know this is maybe kind of like a Justin Thomas uh, conversation, but – is there anything, any, any, any inkling, any chance you even consider putting DJ back in? I mean, he's he's won, he's won on the on the live tour this year. He's won, but put that asterisk. He's won on the live tour. He, other than that, when you watch him play right now, Kyle, and I get it. Last time he was undefeated, but you know, I, I've watched him the last couple of tournaments just because Liv's been on television, been able to kind of flip over there and pay attention. He's all over the place. He can't yeah. putt. You know, he's missing greens. I mean, he's that's not a recipe for success when you get in the Ryder Cup. You need to have somebody that's can basically put the ball on the green and one putt. Like, it doesn't matter how far they drive it. It doesn't matter how wayward they drive it. If they can scramble and get on the green and one putt, they're going to win matches. And yeah. so uh, he is not doing that right now. And he shot, and, and, he shot and he had, 81 <laughs> Uh, at the open uh, on his last day and went ahead yeah. to the house at plus 13, just about dead last uh, in the, in the open Um, has not had a good showing at all. I mean, he did have a top 10 in the U S open. So he did have a T uh, he tied for 10th uh, in the U S open, but then he's like 55th, the PGA championship 48th. Um, I, look, I don't, I don't think he's, I don't think he's putting in the work, Kyle. Like he, uh, you know, follow him on social media. He never posts anything. He's been posting stuff of he and his kids playing, and and he's been teaching one how to uh, how to drive their boat that they've got down there. Like he's spending way more time with the family, which is fine. I have zero issue with that. I'm just saying, you know, the guys that you want out there are the guys that have been kind of grinding, like Ricky has. I mean, you you mentioned it earlier. I mean, he's worked his tail off to get back this year, and you know. Dustin's kind of gone the other direction. It's not that he's not working hard. He's just not working as hard as he probably did prior to having all them youngins runner. And now his kids are getting of age that he's going to baseball games. He was showing that like T-ball games and stuff like that. Yeah. And and he needs to do that. that. Family guy stuff. <laughs> he needs to do that. I'm just saying he is definitely one that I didn't realize that his game is affected immensely by taking time off. And uh, and it showed and it's shown in the play that he's had thus far. Sure. I, I don't think. I would be tempted. I would be tempted with Brooks being an auto qualifier and probably in like who do you pair? Uh you could you could you pair just say that's gonna be my my mm-hmm. my team, this this intimidating. Um but then again, then you go back to the JT argument. You know, does he what's he gonna do? Just flip the switch all of a sudden flip the switch. And you know what? It could possibly be that for Dustin Johnson. We're like, if I just decide, because I'm not necessarily playing bad, I'm just not playing great, like Justin Thomas is playing bad golf, like yeah. over the last over the last two months. Like D- Dustin could flip a. I feel like he could possibly flip a switch, but again, 
I got my top 12 in my top 12. He's not, he's not going to be in mine. Uh, I wish he would have won a few more times on the, on the live tour or either, you know, had a couple of better finishes than that 81 really hurts, uh, really hurts at the open. That, that just, to me, you just don't even care. You don't even really want to be there. Mm -hmm. But so I, you and I had this discussion like six months to a year ago when we were talking about Ryder and when live was about to get kicked off and all that. If you remember, DJ was in our captain's picks before they ever teed a ball, put a peg in the ground to start playing. Because we were like, he went undefeated last time. You got to pick DJ. You got to go with Dustin Johnson. And in that last six months to a year from that discussion we had, he ain't done a whole lot to show us why he should be in that top 12. So uh, I, I, I would love to have him just based off of what you just said. It's kind of the same. You just mentioned the JT conversation. Yeah. The guy that can possibly, if there's a guy that can turn it on come Ryder Cup time, I think he can. And, you know, uh, different than Justin, where you said, well, how come Justin didn't turn it on in the, you know, in regular play during PGA Tour events? You know, with DJ, he didn't have to turn it on. If it's, it's a team event. So if his team was doing well, he could just kind of go out there have and just a, do have whatever. One or two, have one, uh, one or two good rounds. You don't have to put three together. Just have right. one or two for the team. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, you got the points end after this weekend. Uh, you got the 70, I think, is it 70 or 50? I, I can't remember exactly how many this, this field is for the, for the BMW. It's a smaller field. Oh, I think it's 50. And then you go. I think it's to, 50 to 30. Isn't it? Yeah. So you drop from 50 to 30 here. Um, and, uh, the point, like, but the points end after this. So then, then auto qualifying is done. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Brooks. Does he drop out? Then that conversation happens. Um, again, I'll go fight Zach Johnson if he take, if he doesn't take Brooks. But um, but yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I think that's going to be it for tonight. Uh, we'll talk back again. I will say this, Kyle, before you before you go, uh, I'll say this. I will. You talk about fighting him. I will really fight it. Even though I just gave, I was a big proponent of Justin Thomas. If he doesn't pick Brooks and he picks JT, if Brooks gets knocked out of that top six. I'm gonna be pissed at that. We're gonna have we're gonna throw hands. <laughs> then gonna, we both show go up to in, Iowa or wherever yeah. it is Zach Johnson lives, and we're gonna exactly have a discussion. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, anyway, y'all have a great rest of the day, and hopefully we'll talk back again tomorrow. So this is uh, episode 294 of the Dad Bod Golf 294, Podcast, and we're always you've been listening to the Dad Bod Golf Pod, always stroking. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.